Love Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. All right, welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast. I am, as always, your humble host, Michael Boldea, and it's a pleasure to have you with us again. Uh, would that I could say the news was uh, better than last week, but alas, uh, this is uh, the downward spiral we've become accustomed to. So, uh, as has become customary, whenever we're recording the program, I let you know, just in case. You know, if a comet is uh, hurtling towards Earth and you find out about it on the day this is supposed to air, you may think it either auspicious or suspicious. Uh, that I didn't mention it. So today is January the 12th, the year of our Lord 2022. And everybody was breathing a sigh of relief that 2021 was over, looking into the open arms of 2022 and thinking, thank goodness that's over. Uh, All the while, 2022 is... uh, waiting with a mask on and a baseball bat around the corner, waiting to, you know, just, just ready to kneecap you. So uh, it is what it is. Here we are. It's only going to get worse from here, if that is any comfort. Likely not. Uh, but um, there's a couple things I've been noticing over the last week um, that I want to get into. Uh, the CPI report also came out, uh, which... Uh, American prophetic, I guarantee you uh, that it's going to get uh, averaged up. It's, uh, you know how they do with the jobs report? Uh, after a, a jobs report comes down, they, uh, they, they reassess it and they have to drop it a couple uh, points. I'm assuming that when uh, the dust settles, um, it's, it's, it's higher than 7%. But uh, even 7% is horrendous, and we're going to get into that. But, or however, I'm using the word but too much, and some people may misconstrue it as some sort of Freudian slip. Uh, it is not. Uh, it is an oft-used uh, word in the English vernacular, but I like to stay away from it because however is more, uh, you know, adult. Anyway. Uh, Yesterday morning, uh, bright and early, uh, right as uh, my local grocer opened, uh, I braved the weather of Wisconsin to go shopping because I promised my girls I'd make them chili. Now, the way I make chili is uh, in the slow cooker. Uh, I I, I cook it on low for about eight hours. So I had to get everything done before uh, taking them to school and going off to work uh, so that it would be ready come dinner time. So there I was, you know, buying my, my onions and my ground beef. Uh, the, the kidney beans are a must, you know, and a couple other things, tomato paste, diced tomatoes. And I noticed something that uh, the only other time I noticed this uh, was right during peak frenzy in uh, 2020-ish, uh, around April or May. A lot of the store shelves are empty. Uh, I went up and down the aisles, and more often than not, I noticed entire spaces with completely nothing on the store shelf. And that's with uh, the inflation that we're all seeing uh, day by day. That's with the higher prices. Uh, And it has a lot to do with the supply chain, even though... uh, Pete Bug gig came out and said, it's all fixed. Uh, you, can't, you can't tell people not to believe their lying, lie, lying eyes uh, in perpetuity. You can only do that for so long before people go, hey, uh, I, I was looking for these three things and I only found one. And usually there's an abundance of all three in my store every time I go. What's going on? So that... Uh, the, the, the rational side of the brain kicking in 
will likely cause people to panic buy, which in turn will make store shelves more empty. Uh, so be prepared for that. Uh, it, it's not American prophetic, uh, but it's something that I see coming. So if you think the stores are bare now, uh, give it a minute. It's only going to get worse. And it's not because of Omicron or whatever else variant. They're already pivoting. Do you understand that these monsters are already pivoting? This is how ghoulish they are. They kept you in fear for two years. People were having strokes and heart attacks at the idea of catching the sniffles. And now when they see it's run out of steam, everyone all of a sudden, from the media to mayors to governors, are all pivoting. Well, we have to learn to live with it, I guess. But I thought this was the worst thing since, uh, I know, rubella. I thought this was the worst thing since Spanish flu. How is it that now we're learning to live with it? I have some theories that we'll probably discuss today, because why not? It's my show. I get to say what I want, and you have the option of either listening or not. So here we go. Allow me to sip from my delicious beverage as has become customary because, uh, you know, I need to uh, lubricate my throat. For a great while, the people in Big Pharma uh, were pushing permanent boosters. Uh, they They were trying to keep people terrorized and terrified to the point that If you had a runny nose, you'd check yourself into the ER and have a full blood panel drawn because, dang it, I don't want to die. And then, you know, six hours later and 30, 40 grand in, they come back and tell you, no, you just have the common cold. Go home and have some chicken soup, stupid. But for the longest time, they were pushing this this permanent booster idea. And then I saw an interview by uh, the head of Pfizer. And uh, they, they were talking about how, uh, oh, my goodness, I know. Can you believe it? Uh, boosted and vaccinated people have a higher tendency of catching Omicron. Apparently, uh, it acts like a magnet for the disease. So remember last week's program when we talked about doctors saying that people that aren't vaxxed should be denied service? What about people that are fully vaxxed that still have to get hospitalized? Should we deny them service now? Is what's good for the goose good for the gander? It's what's good for the communist, good for the constitutional Republican, huh? Answer me that. They're not gonna. They're, 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 look, they filled a dumpster with feces. They lit it on fire. And now they're trying to back away quietly so nobody realizes it was them that did it. Studies are showing, especially if you've been boosted, it acts like a magnet. You're more likely to get whatever variant this is, because I'm sure a new one's around the corner. You're more likely to get this variant if you're boosted and vaccinated than not. This has been demonstrated. It's demonstrable. So stop. If you're more likely to get it, if it doesn't work against this variant, why are you still pushing mandatory vaxes? But, like I said, saw an interview with the head of Pfizer that was very, oh, let's say illuminating. Uh, they were, because, you know, news anchors, they're, they, they're fear porn addicts because they realize it's good for business. People who are afraid tend to listen to the news. If you listen to the news, you watch the commercials. If you watch the commercials, somebody getting paid, paid, paid. So they're happy keeping you afraid until you lose your mind and jump off a roof. They're fine with that because there's more where you came from. We're importing them. Legally, illegally, it doesn't matter. If you're American and you're white, you've outlived your usefulness, according to the Democrat Party. It's time for you to shut up and die. You know what? Buy a casket, get in it, shut the lid, and hope somebody nails it shut. That's their message to you. So don't worry about you know, them making you so afraid you have an aneurysm. Because they'll just replace you with somebody else that's more docile and obedient. But when uh, 
The reporter asked the head of Pfizer, hey, should people go and get their fourth boosters? Uh, if, if you are a student of human nature as I am, there was that moment of panic in his eyes where the left brain and the right brain were fighting for dominance. The greed part of his mind was going to war with the eventually they're going to find out and sue us out of existence mind. I know they're, they're not liable because why would they be? You create a product, you mandate the world to take your product, but hey, you're free from liability because that's the way the grift works. But right now, ha-ha, Pfizer's pulling back on fourth and fifth boosters. They're going, well, you know, uh, if you got your second shot and third shot, you should be fine even though you're going to catch it anyway. And, and, you know, you had numbness in your arm for six weeks and you can't talk straight anymore. And, uh, you know, your neighbor's kid dropped dead of a heart attack at 17 even though he was a track star after getting the shot. That's all okay. But, yeah, I wouldn't get the fourth booster. I am waiting because, I, I look, there's, there's no way of proving what I'm about to say, but I guarantee you it would have been so. It's like the people, well, you know, I got the shot and then I got the COVID, but imagine how bad it would have been if I hadn't gotten the shot. You never know. You don't know. You're an idiot. Shut up. But, again, I, I am now stepping into the shoe of an idiot to make an assumption that I have no way of proving. If the judge had not ordered the clinical data for the vaccine to be released within a year rather than the 75 years that Pfizer wanted, they would be encouraging the fourth booster right now. I'm waiting for that to hit. I'm waiting for that to come out because uh, if I were a betting man, I would wager there's some real gnarly stuff in that research and their double blind studies and, and, and the reactions to the shot and everything else. I know, but why don't you trust the government? The government wants the best for you. The only thing the government wants from you is money. As long as you're able to work and pay taxes, you have fulfilled your purpose in their eyes. If you get sick, then you become a burden and might as well die because, you know... More for the rest of us. So I'm assuming between the fact that there's a lot of new data coming out of people having adverse reactions to their third booster, they're going, what happens if they take a fourth? They're going to grow a horn out of their forehead. We should probably pull back on this. I know it's profitable. I know we're making so much money. We're buying yachts on yachts. But eventually the truth will come out. And when the truth comes out, uh, let me just say, you're going to have to hire a lot of private security to keep you uh, from getting uh, Gaddafi'd. I know, if you don't know what happened to Gaddafi, uh, he retired on an island, he's eating figs and drinking prune juice because he's old and, you know, that, that whole... Uh, digestion thing trust me you don't want to be Gaddafi'd but if things come out the way they seem to be and um, the research shows that you knowingly shorten people's lifespan by 20-30 years um, I, I don't know where you're going to hide I don't know where you can go especially since you mandated it. I was having a conversation with somebody last night, uh, and uh, he just moved here from New York. He was a male nurse, and he actually quit his job uh, and, and said, I can't do it anymore. And the reason wasn't because of, oh, my gosh, all the COVID cases. It's because uh, he was ordered, his job was to, to vaccinate his uh, coworkers. And he said, I got sick of seeing people breaking down in front of me and crying because they didn't want to take it 
but they were doing it because they didn't want to lose their job because they'd have no way of feeding their family. This is what your government is doing to you. He said, I saw one too many people bawling and crying and breaking down in front of me because they didn't want to take the shot where I said, it's not worth it. So I quit and I walked away. Imagine how those people will react when they find out that for the sake of profit, Big Pharma came out with a vaccine, reverse engineered the virus, mandated that everyone get it and be boosted, even though you've likely shortened your life by a decade or till. Yeah, Gaddafi time. So, we have that. Now, believe it or not, Il Dottore Fauci is losing his cool because this man thought he was a demigod and he was beyond being questioned. And so they're starting to press him because they're seeing the writing on the wall. They're realizing uh, the depths to which these people sunk for the sake of money. And uh, I guess, when was it? Tuesday or Monday? Uh, Il Dottore Fauci, after getting grilled on Capitol Hill, he was caught in a hot mic moment calling a senator from Kansas, one uh, Roger Marshall, a moron. Because people like Il Dottore Fauci will always think they're the smartest people in the room. People like Il Dottore Fauci will always love the idea of playing God. We talked about these things over and over again. I know, I know, I could qualify for a diploma from American Prophetic University. No, thank you. I could have a doctorate in it. You could see this stuff coming from a mile away. Now, most people kept... quiet because they didn't want the hassle because remember you were you were you were a terrorist if you questioned il dottore fauci how dare you the man is a genius do you remember how he handled aids not a genius sorry to break the news it should be reminiscent because back yeah you know it's around when aids came out that the inflation rate was this high back in the early 80s in the days of big hair and neon spandex Indeed. Now, you have people who are coming out and saying, the economy is doing amazing. I don't know what these people are seeing. But for the average American with a nine to five who sees inflation out of control, but their paycheck staying stagnant, believe you me, The economy isn't booming. It's not doing great. It's not going gangbusters. But they have to keep up the lie. Because to admit the truth would would, would be to admit that a man who wears adult diapers and wonders if what's in his diapers is indeed chocolate pudding is not up to the task. And they're not going to admit that. Mr. Robinette Biden is still the bravest, strongest, most attractive, masculine man ever to walk the earth. This is why, well, even Putin shakes in his boots while riding his horse bareback at the, at, at, at even hearing the name Biden. Oh, by the way, did you hear the Russians just threatened uh, to smack us across the mouth if we talked up again? <laughs> that was great. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, I don't know if we're going to have time to get into it. But yes, um, one of uh, Mr. Robinette Biden's uh, lackeys uh, mistook his heart medication for Viagra one morning, and he thought he'd wake up with an erection. So uh, he goes, well, the Russians, you know what? They're going to learn a thing or two from us if they decide to push it. Uh, and then uh, the people who have hunted human beings for sport had a retort shut up nancy or you're gonna get a smack across the face uh, look if, if we're gonna pick a fight with the russians um I, I i'm not gonna say we're gonna lose but this generation will understand what hunger is this generation will understand what need is they'll understand what famine is because it doesn't matter where you fight your war, you're still going to suffer. And I have the sneaking suspicion uh, 
that the war will be fought as much on American soil as it will be somewhere else because uh, from the things that I've been hearing, from the little whispers, uh, there's a lot of people on the terror watch list that are trying to make their way uh, into these United States via Mexico. Uh, that's, that's something that apparently is being... Uh, they're keeping a tight lid on it because they've got enough problems to contend with. Uh, you can't keep a lid on it much longer. So, um, who, like I said, were that the news was good, were that everything was great, I would come and report it to you, but it's not. So let's get into this uh, consumer price index, or as the kids like to call it, the CPI, and see the breakdown. I don't have to tell you about it because if you do the grocery shopping in your family, you've already seen it. You already know. Uh, huh. So just think on this for a second. In 2020, The consumer price index was hovering around 1%, actually 0.5%. Now in 2021, we're up over 7%. Well, now it's 2022, but this is, this is from last quarter, so it was technically in 2021. I, you know what? Because... Uh, we, we like to be winners and we like to, you know, excel. I'm, I'm sure that it's probably going to be 8.2 in March. But, you know, U.S. inflation rose to the highest level in nearly 40 years in December, underscoring the high and rising inflation that has been the hallmark of the first year of Joe Biden's presidency. What does this mean for you? Brass tacks, simple things. Um, if you don't have a fixed home loan, get it. If you can still uh, squeeze a 0.2 or 0.5 from refinancing, do it. Because interest rates are about to go up. Remember the 80s, kids. I was seven years old, but I study history enough to know what interest rates were in the 80s. So because interest rates will rise and the, the whole idea of 0.25 four times over the year, I guarantee you it'll be higher. There's no way they can keep a lid on this. The dollar keeps losing value every single day. You cannot keep a lid on inflation and you're just going to raise interest rates and make people miserable and inflation's still going to shoot up. Because interest rates are going up, people's ability to purchase homes via a loan will decrease, thereby sending the, you know, real estate market into a tailspin. I told you, when was it, six weeks ago, that hard times be coming to Wall Street, uh, we're, we're about to see it. Everything that can be shaken will be shaken. Just remember those words because, uh, well, you'll see them for yourself. So, the Labor Department said the Consumer Price Index, which tracks what consumers pay for goods and services, rose by 7% from a year ago. That was the fastest 12-month pace since... 1982, and the seventh straight month of inflation above 5%. In November, CPI was up 6.9%. So I guess it's month over month, which means, hey, February's coming around the corner. What's known as core CPI, which excludes often volatile categories. Now listen to this. Food and energy are excluded from the core CPI. What are the things that are going up in price the most? I'll, let you, I'll, I'll give you one guess. Food and energy. So the two things that are going up in price the most are excluded from the core CPI. Compared with a month earlier, prices rose 0.5% 
Core prices were up 0.6%. Analysts had forecast year-over-year inflation at 7.1, which uh, with core inflation at 5.0. I guarantee you it's going to be revised up. It will be revised up to 7.4 or 7.5. They can't get around this. You can only kick the can down the road for so long. You can only print so much money before everything loses value. And so the big push right now is to federalize elections to the point that you don't matter, your word doesn't matter, your vote doesn't matter, your state doesn't matter. Everything from the hub. What does that remind you of? Consolidation of power in one entity. If not one entity, then one, one area. Look, the United States of America, the beauty of this nation is the fact that states' rights have always been a priority until now. Now we need to federalize everything, otherwise it's not fair. You've got pastors going on uh, hunger strikes because somehow they've been convinced that the voting system isn't fair. We need to federalize it. These pastors need to be kicked to the curb. If you still call people like this your pastor, then I'm sorry. I can't help you anymore. You're going to go down with the ship holding the hem of his garment, thinking that he's going to save you. All the while, guess what's going to happen? He's going to drive his Porsche 911 to his gated compound, lock the doors behind him, and watch you starve. I, I can't. Come on, man. You Look. If we can't see the situation for what it is now, we're never going to see it. It's it's just wasted words, words just, you know, spit into the ether. If you can't see the plan now, you, the only time you're going to see it is after the, the mouse trap has snapped shut, as the kids like to say. Now, there's another thing. Uh, If you go back in the archives, again, American prophetic. I told you that something looked very fishy about January 6th. I told you that that it was very uh, serendipitous that the moment they started to talk about election fraud and certain votes not, not, not penning, as it were, that the insurrection began. Remember the timeline. Now, I always told you something fishy. It's like Wisconsin on a Friday night. You drive by any restaurant, you sniff the air, smells like fish. Why? The fish fry. If, if, if a restaurant doesn't have a fish fry, then they're not Wisconsin made. That's, that's the whole point. So the FBI, the Federal Bureau of the Eye, refuses to answer if it participated in January 6th uh, when questioned by Thaddeus Cruz. Now, I know and understand that Thaddeus Cruz is trying to redeem himself from disemboweling himself everywhere. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen as far as the redemption, but it is a good question. Regardless of who asked it, did the FBI participate in January 6th? Were people gaslighted into running into the Capitol? Was this a wag-the-dog situation? And if it was, who put them up to it? Listen to this. So you understand the times you're living in, so you understand what's about to come down. They don't want you to have a voice. They can't have you have a voice. Another three years of this, and there's going to be a lot more homeless tents, kids. Not so much in Wisconsin, because it was, what, minus 78 a couple days ago. But if you happen to live somewhere where the only season is summer, uh, get, get ready to enjoy the smell of human urine and fecal matter close to your door because uh, if this keeps going, there's a lot of people that are comfortably middle class right now that are going to be homeless. And guess what? 
BlackRock's going to come right behind and swoop up every single property that gets foreclosed on and make them rental properties. Oh, my. Because why have a father who worked hard all his life, who has the blisters on his hands to show for it, why have that father hand down his home to his son or daughter? Why have that father leave a legacy behind when you could just keep him in a little cubicle, have him rent it all his life, and rent it out to somebody else once he dies of misery? Do you understand what these people are wanting? And again, I'm not, oh, he's defending the rich. No. It's America. You have the opportunity to get rich if you so wanted. I'm not rich and I'm happy. But I know that I could be if I wanted to sacrifice certain aspects of my life, such as spending time with my kids, such as doing this program and other things. No, I've made my choices. Because some things are more important than money. But the fact that we're demonizing anyone that earns, the fact that we're demonizing anyone that has the wherewithal to have a home and pay it off and leave it to their children, that's not fair. Why isn't it fair? Because you decided to waste your life until your mid-40s getting drunk and partying? Is that why it's not fair? But listen to this. And it's, this is a pivotal, critical question. Were there FBI agents sprinkled in among the crowd on January 6th? They're refusing to answer this, and their refusal to answer it tells me everything I need to know. But let's get into this. Let me sip from my delicious beverage, still hot, because I requested it extra hot. Speaking of, look, I'm out of pocket, five bucks. Just to do this program. Thank me. Anyway, I kid, of course. It was 582. A senior Federal Bureau of Investigations official repeatedly refused to answer when grilled by Senator Thaddeus Cruz of Texas at a hearing on Tuesday whether the federal agency participated in the riot at the Capitol building on January 6th. Cruz questioned Jill Sanborn, who is Executive Assistant Director of the FBI's National Security Branch, whether any FBI agents participated in the events that unfolded on January 6th which Democrats have called an insurrection. Indeed, they have. Can you, do you believe how much mileage these people are getting from that one day? It is insane. It's been a year. They're still beating that dead horse. It doesn't matter that polling says nobody believes it was an insurrection. Yep, we, we got to do something about this. Alessandria Ocasio-Cortez felt as though she was going to get raped. That, that girl feels as though she's going to get raped every other day. I mean, she was, she was too hot to resist, even for COVID, apparently. Anyway, I'm sorry. See, it's the caffeine. I'm going to switch to decaf, and then uh, when you tune in, it'll seem like it's NPR. Hello and welcome. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast. Uh, you, would you prefer that? All right, then. Let's get back to this. Cruz asked Sanborn, how many FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? She responded, Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. The appropriate answer 
if it were true for a nation like America, would have been none. We don't do that kind of thing. None. Zero. Nobody. No FBI informant, confidential or otherwise, or agent participated. But she can't answer that because she knows it's a lie. Saying none would have been a lie. Listen to her answer. Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. Oh, FYI, because apparently now it's a pattern. See, there's a singular event, and if it happens again, it becomes a pattern. Remember Gretchen Whitmer and the plot to kidnap her? (gasps) Guess what? Guess who instigated that? This is why the guys that tried and failed or whatever happened aren't getting prosecuted. FBI informant. An agent. I think one of them was an informant and one of them was an agent. They, they, they gassed up a couple of hillbillies to try to kidnap the governor. Look, if you're a federal agent and you try to instigate a federal crime that these people would have never thought of doing in the first place, like, oh, I hate her. Look at that smirk. You know, hey, you know what we should do? We should kidnap her. If that came out of the federal officer's mouth, I am sorry, that's a tainted case. This is why those fellas aren't getting tried or prosecuted. So, again, if it happens once, (laughs) well, I guess that was you know, uh, uncomfortable. That was, that was odd. But if it happens twice, it becomes a pattern. If this is what the FBI does, um, you should be very concerned as a citizen of these United States. Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. Cruz asked, any FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? Yes or no, he asked. Sanborn responded, sir, I can't answer that. Do you understand that there's people still in jail without due process, without being charged with anything. They're still in jail in D.C. after almost a year for the high crime of putting their feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk. You're telling me these people don't think they're monarchs? You're telling me these people don't think they rule you? Sanborn gave a similar response when asked whether any FBI agents or confidential informants committed crimes of violence on January 6th. Listen to this. It wasn't just that they instigated or participated, but whether they committed crimes of violence on January 6th. Or if any FBI agents or informants actively encouraged and incited crimes of violence that day. Under questioning again, she claimed she did not know whether federal agents or anyone in the service of federal agents actively encouraged violence or criminal conduct. Not to my knowledge, sir. Sanborn's refusal to confirm or deny the FBI's involvement in the riot that day could bolster growing suspicions about the role of the agency in egging on violence at the Capitol. There you go. Now I have a doctorate in American prophetic. American prophetic. I can start my own uh, franchise now. Once you get a doctorate in American prophetic, you can start a franchise. And then it's like, it's like a multi-level marketing scheme. You have people under you, and they become American prophetic, and then they kick up to you 10%. And once they get their doctorates, they start their own franchises. It's lucrative, I've been told, but 
go back. This is, this is why I date the programs. This is why there's an archive. So you understand that I'm not just blowing smoke. Oh, you're just a pessimist. You're, you're, you're a, a, a closet doom and gloomer. I got kids. I can't afford to be a doom and gloomer. But by the same token, I can't afford to be a pie-in-the-sky optimist either. I have to be a realist. I have to keep my feet on the ground and go, all right, where's this headed? What are we doing? How can I hedge against it? How can I prepare? I've got kids. So I'm not a doom and gloomer, but I'm not an optimist either. This is the reality of where we are. You have federal agents being paid by taxpayer dollars actively trying to entrap the self-same taxpayers paying for their wages and, 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 and egg them on into committing federal crimes. So let's get into this, because apparently there is one guy that's been identified as a federal agent who was egging people on. Come on, let's do it. It's our capital. Let's take it. Suspicions have focused particularly on one man, Ray Epps. Cruz said Epps was caught on video encouraging people on January 5th, 2021, to break into the Capitol, prompting some to chant, Fed, Fed, Fed. See, the people were smart. It would have been smarter if, upon realizing there was a Fed in the crowd encouraging them to break the law, they just walked away. But hey, you can't expect genius from everyone. Cruz said Epps was also captured on video whispering to someone who then began tearing down barricades around the Capitol on January 6, 2021. Cruz noted that the FBI first sought information on him from the public in a posting, but then later removed him from the posting. Cruz asked Sanborn, listen to this, if this doesn't give you chills, then you're not understanding what happened. This is the biggest wag the dog scam ever to be perpetrated on any nation in the world. And even guys like Sadius Cruz, who's trying to redeem himself, fell for it. Remember last week? Cruz asked Sanborn, who is Ray Epps? Sanborn said she was aware of the individual, but did not have the specific background to him. Cruz asked if Epps was a Fed. And listen to this. Uh, because uh, this is uh, political speak for, I'm not going to incriminate myself at this moment. Um, Sir, I cannot answer that question, Sanford said. That is political speak for, I ain't about to incriminate myself. Uh, By the way, this is an aside. Uh, there's also video of someone uh, laying pipe bombs at the DNC and the RNC. Remember that whole hubbub? They have clear video of the individual from different, you know, sides. Apparently, they have a makeup of his facial features. But somehow, this individual managed to disappear into the ether while someone who was just passing through D.C. during that week and bought a burger at a stop-and-go got a visit from the FBI because, uh, well, you know, they pulled up the credit card records. How'd they do that without a warrant? It doesn't matter. Stop asking questions like that. Trust your government. That's all you have to do. Trust your government and take your shot. Dr. Fauci said so. So you're telling me that they could find somebody that was in the general area for 10 minutes. But they can't find someone they have video of planting pipe bombs at the DNC and RNC in D.C. I know there's a lot of C's. Let me just 
because this is, oh my. Look, if you had any modicum of trust in government left, uh, this is the moment where you watch it burn and go, oh, well, you know, at least it burns nice. Who is Ray Epps? Cruz asked Sanborn. Sir, I cannot answer that question, Sanford said. She also could not say whether Epps urged people to tear down barricades. Well, unless uh, there's audio and video of him doing it. So I don't know. You know, I, I guess uh, he could have meant something different. But did any FBI agents or confidential informants actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no? If it would have been no. Don't you think they would have gotten ahead of this already? Don't you think they would have said, no, no, no FBI agents, no informants. We were all at home. We were watching it on TV like everybody else. And we're like, oh, my, can you believe what these rubes are doing? So. (sighs) That happened. Look, I... After a certain point, you know, you, you get to so many brush fires that it's, it's not brush fires anymore. It's, it's an inferno. So we're at the point of inferno in this country. And as I've repeatedly told you time and again, when these people feel like their power is slipping, when they feel as though it's getting out of their control, instinctually they'll just try to tighten their grip this is this is how they react this is who they are now we talked about this some years ago i it's been a while but when the whole transgenderism thing started uh you know uh raising its mentally ill head I told you that this was not the end of it. Their end goal was to legitimize and normalize pedophilia. They tried a couple times a couple years ago. They got shut down. But hey, USA Today decided it's time to give it another try. Maybe this is the moment where we can destigmatize pedophilia. And so... Again, uh, American prophetic, I told you so. So not only do I have a doctorate, I have two doctorates. I doubled majored in American prophetic and, and, and graduated summa cum laude in both. Uh, so now, because, because I'm, I'm such a high tier in American prophetic, uh, all I have to do is, is do the Benny Hinn on you. And you are automatically American prophetic yourself. So I, I get to eat some, uh, you know, garlic knots from Little Caesars. Yes, I know. Don't be jealous. I, I eat high end. Okay, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not like, like the peasant class. So uh, after some garlic knots from Little Caesars, I blow on you. And instantly you become American prophetic. Now, there is a cost to that because uh, my hot air isn't free. Uh, what was it? A lady was selling her farts in a jar for, was it $1,000 or $5,000? So my garlic knot breath should probably be worth at least 50 bucks. I, it's, 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 it's not as uh, yummy as a fart, but hey, you know, not all of us are that gifted. That aside, if you don't believe me, look it up. Apparently, her career was short-lived because she ate too many beans and she thought she was having a heart attack. I kid you not. This is, this is the moment in time in which we live. 
This is why whenever I hear people saying, well, we're the most intellectual and intelligent generation ever. A woman was selling farts in a jar. She made $200,000. And she had to stop because she thought she was having a heart attack from overconsumption of beans. Yes, we are the intellectual class. Basically of history. Let's stop. We're digressing. As a, as, as a species, we are digressing. And when the dust settles and, and, and cooler heads prevail and, you know, hopefully Jesus comes by then, but we'll see. We'll look back on what happened and go, hey, what caused us to become buffoons? What caused us to become morons? And I have the sinking suspicion and feeling that things like Twitter and Facebook and all the other things that are time sucked will be to blame for that. But this is an article that uh, came out in the USA Today because it is the USA Today. You know, it, we, we've got churches doing uh, drag queen story hours, so we already won that one. Let's go on to pedophilia. When most of the public thinks of pedophilia, they assume it's synonymous with child sexual abuse. Nay, nay. A pervasive social problem that has exploded to crisis levels online. That's right. How dare you associate child sexual abuse with pedophilia? Why are you intolerant of love? Researchers who study pedophilia say the term describes an attraction, not an action. And using it interchangeably with abuse fuels misperceptions. Remember they were saying this, I'm not even, why bother? Why bother? Come, come on. Really? So let's, let's ah, okay. Mm, I need to get off caffeine. This makes me angry. What, what they're trying to say in this article, we're going to get into it, we have a few more minutes. What they're trying to say is now, you know, not only are homosexuals born this way, pedophiles are born this way. How can you judge someone that's born this way? Lady Gargle said as much. Hey, baby, I was born this way. Why would you judge someone born that way? This is where they're headed. The American Psychiatric Association Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders has described pedophilia as being marked by recurrent, intense, sexually arousing fantasies, sexual urges, or behaviors involving sexual activity with a prepubescent child or children. Whoever wrote this article at the USA Today needs to be tarred and feathered. They are a closet pedophile. You don't defend pedophilia the way this person does. Listen to this. Some scientists have even put forward the idea that pedophilia may originate in the womb. You're born. You're not even born. While you were in the womb, you had pedophilic tendencies. Ah, see, now my brain is, is seizing up. It's just like, I'm going to stop. My brain is saying it's going to stop working. That's, that's it. Some scientists have even put forward the idea that pedophilia may originate in the womb, meaning pedophiles have no control over their attraction. Well, you have control over a nine millimeter. The evidence suggests it is inborn. It's neurological said clinical psychologist James Cantor, who probably is a uh, founding member of MAMBLA. That's neither here nor there, I'm assuming. If you're starting to defend pedophiles and you're starting to um, mitigate the horrendousness of it, I'm sorry, you're not on my team anymore. You have now become my enemy in word and in deed. Michael Cito, 
Forensic Research Director at the Royal Ottawa Healthcare Group. Of course, it's in Canada. Why? I could live without your maple syrup, Canadians. Honestly, go away. Uh, Royal Ottawa Healthcare Group in Canada likewise said that pedophilia is not something that people choose. You're born that way. (gasps) While you were in the womb. The article quoted no psychologist or forensic researcher with a different viewpoint. Of course, why would they? Why would they? They are still attempting to normalize this. This is why when people are trepidatious about famine and fire and death, I say bring it on. We need a bit of cleansing, kids. We need a bit of cleansing. I'm talking Sodom and Gomorrah level. I know it's the caffeine, but it's not. Come on. Come on. How much further? I know. And the church, guess what the church is doing? Brother, we're still waiting to pick our battle. It's it's not time yet, but eventually. What next? Well, when they come and eeny, meeny, miny, mo your prepubescent child for a raping? It got to that in Sodom and Gomorrah. You think history won't repeat itself? But no, no, no. We, we cannot entangle ourselves in these things, brother. We, we have to have dry powder and, and wait for the right time. You coward. Anyway, my time's up. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back again next week. Until then, Gino, if you've got anything to say, the floor is yours. Thank you, Mike. You know, I asked to meet you many times about the judgment coming to America, and he said it was sin in the church that will bring it. And it's just like Mike said. Uh, Amy Grant came out not long ago. Yeah, well-known Christian singer. What's her views on homosexuality and lesbianism and pretty much let go and let live? No conviction against it. No pushback against such a wicked lifestyle. Just tolerance. Tolerance opens the door to so much compromise and lack of conviction. Lauren Dago came out. She was uh, she couldn't say homosexuality was a sin. She basically was asked if she was a Christian artist, and she did not say she was a Christian artist, just an artist. And then we wonder. And I'm talking music people that I'm involved with as far as being in Christian worship and music. It's a sad state of affairs when the church doesn't know better than the world, doesn't have the convictions of God, the God who said these things are an abomination to him. Revelation 18 says in verse 2, He cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, fallen, and has become the habitation of devils, and the hold of every foul spirit and cage of every unclean and hateful bird. What happens then? All the nations have drunk the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. So when Babylon or America says gay rights are okay, that permeates throughout the world. When they light up the White House in gay colors, and and what do they do? They take something like the rainbow and pervert it and make it a symbol of wickedness. So... It's exactly what Mike said, worse than Sodom and Gomorrah. We're worse because we say or believe we were a Judeo-Christian nation. And writing's on the wall. Thank you for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast. Appreciate it. Go to handyhelp.com, and you can read the messages God gave our ministry. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. 
If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you. They are all